kids are shaking their heads this morning. I saw a meme yesterday that I thought was absolutely perfect. Actually, it was a Facebook post of somebody saying um, that they are back in normal Vikings fans mode. Yep. Where they're just... Nothing you can do nothing but shake shake your head. I uh, watched a TikTok of um Zedaria Smith um was going crazy over the pregame and he was like, I feel nine and one, baby. I feel like nine and one today. And then the video slowly changed to black and white with a caption that said the Vikings did not go nine and one today. Oh man. Like I just I don't know. I watched up till the third quarter and then I just was like, you know, what am what am I doing? Like I, I have other stuff. I can you you weren't hoping for another comeback like last week I in just, Buffalo. You know, I mean, I was optimistic going into the half. I really, honestly was. But then I just was like, the Cowboys' defense is just too dominant. There's just no way they nobody can get anything done. You know, so it's just. Um, I mean, you know, obviously they still have an awesome record. I mean, the best they've had in a really long time. So I mean, I I, I don't think it's time to turn your back on them of course not i mean they're still, they're gonna go to the playoffs for sure oh yeah it just but, it was just a very big letdown and i know like i told you off air dallas was gonna come to play yeah. because of that heartbreaking defeat in ot last week against green bay but i just did not expect the vikings to play the way they did yesterday granted kirk had like no time yeah he was like the oh man the pocket collapsed almost immediately on like every play. The defense looked great for Dallas yesterday. And that was not good for us. I felt bad for everybody at the game. <laughs> I you know, know, because I'm sure people went in there just like, oh, this is going to be great. And, you know, the last couple of games, it's come down to the wire. and uh, But it looked like people hung in there versus past Vikings games where people just got up and left. Uh, yeah, but it got to a point where you can literally hear watching on the TV the crowd go, let's go Cowboys. And I'm like, okay, what is happening right now? <laughs> there was a lot of Cowboys fans there. Ugh. You know, it was really crazy to me because, of course, in Buffalo, which we'll talk about storm footage, we'll talk about that a little bit later because I was obsessed with that this weekend. They played in Detroit and they had a ton of um, Buffalo fans there. Yeah. Tons. Oh, yeah. So it's like, how did you guys like get to the Buffalo. airport? <laughs> they just... First of all... Toboggans, Gene. Toboggans. Well, you know, actually, what do they call it? The, 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 uh, the Bills uh, Mafia or something like that. That's what they call their fans. Yeah. And there was a bunch of Bills Mafia people that got the players out. Yes, actually, <laughs> like, it's like, a real thing. Yeah, they went like door to door to make sure because a lot of these players are like, I can't get out of my house. So they had people come and shovel and snowblow and snowmobiles and, I mean, whatever, whatever means possible to get these players out of there and get them to the airport. I think that's really funny. I want to know if they're just going to stay in Detroit because they play the Lions on Thanksgiving. No, they're flying back. They're flying back? Why? It's like four days. Why not just stay? Yep, that's what I, I heard when I was watching the Vikings. Oh, game that's so saying weird. That they're uh, going to fly back and... Yeah. Should we talk about what happened at U.S. Bank Stadium yesterday yeah, besides the horrible loss? This is great. So I've I've had my fair share. Go. Have you been have you seen the Vikings at U.S. Bank yet? No, I have not. OK, so they like to do, you know, even concerts do this. They have a certain hashtag on every game where fans can use the hashtag on social media and then they'll post it to the big jumbotron in U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. So yesterday they did a skull salute. For uh, anyone uh, active or retired member of uh, 
you know, veteran. Military, yeah. Yeah, military. And uh, so one man decided to uh, have some fun. And he shared a picture of a gentleman, a relatively famous gentleman that only people would know if they watch certain kind of movies. (laughs) And uh, he happened to be an adult film star. And they shared it with the caption that uh, this is my cousin, Joel. Uh, (laughs) I just I can't believe this actually happened. Who served in the army. He has always been an inspiration and someone I look up to for his heroism. He is also a all caps huge Vikings fan. Hashtag skull salute. And of course, a lot of eagle eyed people were like, I know that man. He also is a doctor and a teacher and a fireman and a police officer. And uh, yeah, the Vikings totally got trolled. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, I mean, honestly, like I'm looking at this picture. I have no idea who this guy is. So it's like, do you really think that like a majority of people there knew who he was? I know. Like I said, I think there was a select few that was like, because that picture is literally a scene from one of his movies. Well, I'm sure you can tell. But yeah. yeah. Johnny Sins. Yep. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, he got past the... <laughs> He got past the people at the Vikings, so... Wait, I was reading some comments, and uh, they were saying that whoever runs the board is either a really young kid that, like, has no idea, or a really old man that just doesn't care. Or somebody that was oblivious, obviously. Yeah. I think and that's what I, I'm going with the oblivious. Like, they had no idea. They thought it was an actual... Yeah. You know? Ooh, yikes. <laughs> But now that the word is out, that makes it even funnier. Oh, yeah. Now people are, like, loving it. Like, this actually happened. <laughs> oh, my God. That is just Because even people were like, I don't even know who that was. And then a person would explain it. They're like, okay, yep. You know what? I love this now. <laughs> right. Now this is fun. Now I get why everybody was laughing at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, don't forget, Ian's got your very first code word of the day. This is the last week for our uh, Celebrity Shopping Spree Part <gasps> 2. You can get $500 in weekend merchandise and $1,000 to Amazon. And all you have to do is enter these code words, and Ian kicks it off at 9 o'clock, then at 2 and yes. 5. So we have three code words a day. Make sure you enter them on the Mix 108 app. That's the only way that uh, you can win. And uh, obviously, the more times you enter, you increase your chance to win. How great would that be? $1,500 worth of stuff before the holidays. And this is the final week. Details on the app as well. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we have an information update with WDIO. Stick around. Mix 108. Qdoba Mexican Eats is higher. It's 20 degrees. Looking for a high today of 27. And we'll actually see some sunshine. Oh. Please, let that sun come out now. Coming into work this morning, I just was shaking my head, looking at the streets, just going, oh, my God, I'm so glad I don't live in Buffalo. Oh, I still can't get over those pictures of where the Bills play and the reason they played in Detroit yesterday. It is all weekend long. I was obsessed. It's so weird because you think like I'm someone like that's never seen snow before. I mean, we've been in situations here where we've had a ton of snow where you can't even open your door. Going, how am I going to get to my car? Yeah, or you open your door and it's just like snow. Right. Or, you know, if you have dogs who are just like, um, yeah, hang on a minute. 
Got to get a shovel, at least for my dogs, because they're two inches off the ground. I'd have to shovel past for them to be able to go out and go to the bathroom. But speaking of dogs, I saw this one video that I was just absolutely dying. And then I felt bad for the dogs because I'm just like, how are they going to get back? But they were big golden retrievers, so they're able oh. to like kind of hop through the snow. So this woman opened her door. She didn't have like a storm door, so it was just a door. She's in Buffalo. And the snow was almost to the, like, at least halfway up the door for sure. And so the dogs are both standing there just going, uh, <laughs> like, what's this stuff? So one of the dogs starts, like, eating the snow. So the woman filming this is dying of laughter, just going, you got to eat a lot of snow, whatever the dog's name is, to make a path to get out there. The other dog's kind of just standing there hesitantly, like, not knowing what's going on. So she took the dog's favorite toy, it was like a rubber donut, and whipped it. And the dog just looks at her like, What? So he he looks back at the snow and just completely dives into the snow and you just see his head continually popping up like a dolphin. Yeah. Found this donut, this rubber ball, and then came running back into the house and he's just coated in snow. And so she's laughing, going, This is great. You guys are making a path for us to be able to get out of the house. It's just un unbelievable. Oh. Man. And like these, you know, people trying to get to their garage, you know, and just uh, one guy in Buffalo, he shoveled up to his truck. Then he was standing on the back of his pickup and he was doing flips into the street. Like, oh, I mean, why not? No. And then he was laughing, saying that a bunch of kids were like, hey, mister, can we do that, too? <laughs> I I can't find it. And I come I mean, because I got over six feet of snow. My favorite graphic was um, a weatherman. Uh, made a meme of uh, different heights of Bills players and then how much snow they had. So, like, Josh Allen's, like, 6'5". So, yeah. it was, like, you could just see, like, the top of his chest and up. <laughs> and then Devin Singletary, the running back, is, like, 5'11", and all you could see was, like, his hair. Right. right. I'm just like, this is probably the best graphic I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Right. That's how people can totally relate to how much snow they got, for yeah. sure. Oh, man. Unbelievable. And that's one of those things, too. Like, I've thought about it. I mean, we have ways for us to do the show from, like, our home. and Yeah. Um, but there has to be somebody here to initially get everything ready for that to happen. Right. But, I mean, we've had times in the old building where we've slept there. Oh, yeah. Like, Cooper would have a cot in his office. Yep. Just in case. Yep. I slept at the station a couple different times because that's when I just had a car. And I'm like... I'll never make it in. I was right. on the lakeside. I'm like, no. But um Well, that's the nice thing. We're we're attached to a hotel here. Now. I stayed here yep. last year. I, I I stayed at the holiday and um last year when there was a big storm and that was so great and so weird at the same time. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like did I you use the, did you use the pool though? Um, no, I didn't oh, use the pool. Come on, Gene. I was tempted. I had my suit, but I was just like, ugh. I was just, I was too tired. That's fair. By the time I gorged on like every type of food in Duluth, <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid I was going to sink. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was one of those just had like, a, uh, you know, sat on the bed and ate the said food. Like it was just disgusting. I love but, that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just funny because like, 
you know, you're on TikTok, so people have comments. And so somebody had said, yeah, I'm from Chicago. I know about that lake effect snow. And I almost typed in, because I never respond on TikTok, ever. I never comment, whatever. Ooh, yeah. But I almost just said, like, yeah, I'm in Duluth, Minnesota. You know, totally understand what's going on as far as lake effect snow. But I didn't. I'm just like, no, oh, forget That's it. fair. I'm just going to sit here and be anonymous stalker weirdo. But, um yeah, I mean, thankfully the snow has stopped and now they can just dig themselves out. But that one crazy guy from the Weather Channel that always like screams, what's his name again? The fa- he's he's like kind of famous from the Weather Channel. He's I been here know. a couple different times, but anyway, they had thunder snow and he freaked out. Oh yeah, because he's like, oh my god, did you hear that? And he's like, he literally was like jumping up and down, like he was so he was ecstatic. Well, I heard the name Thunderstone. I'm like, I kind of want to experience that. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching this, just going, oh my god, that's amazing to hear like have thunder and lightning and it's snowing. It was really weird, but uh, anyway, glad to glad to hear that uh, the snow has stopped and now it's time to dig yourselves out. And uh, hopefully, we're not going to have any kind of snow to no, that degree. You. Six feet over the whole winter? Sure, but not all at once. No, no. Lizzo on deck. We got Harry Styles, too, and Elton John and Britney Spears coming up next on Mix 108. Mix 108. The North Lights Hour information update with WDIO. We've got Ian's Toolbox, which is always interesting and fun. And also, we've got our very first chance for you to call in and win tickets to the Jingle Bus. Yes. And we have a chance where we got Taylor Swift tickets on the Jingle Bus, too. So... That's right. Besides just a regular presence, we got that big grand prize of Taylor Swift tickets. All that coming up next hour right here on Mix 108. Hey, twin. Stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. I just want to preface this first one by saying, pro tip, if you win a large uh, sum of money, probably <laughs> don't brag about it online too much. A uh, man in Evansville, Indiana... Won quite a bit of money at a casino. It doesn't say how much. It just says a large sum of money. He then contacted a woman online to meet him at a motel. Well, she did not arrive alone. She came with a man, and they robbed him at gunpoint, even shot the guy that won the money and tried to steal it. Luckily, he was just shot in the arm, so the injury was not serious, and both suspects were caught shortly after the incident. But it's like, come on, man. Wow. What did you think was going to happen? <sighs> Yikes. Uh, heading down to South Carolina, a man pleaded guilty to charges that he gave a minor a tattoo while seated at a table in the dining room of a McDonald's. He tried to say it was okay because it was a tattoo of the restaurant. A woman, <laughs> a woman in the drive through was uh, it was backed up because it was a busy time and she saw it happen through the windows took out her phone and recorded it alerted authorities because she thought they were workers of the establishment and that's why the lines were so backed up well they weren't turns out uh, the man that was given a tattoo his girlfriend works at that mcdonald's and it was not the first time that he was arrested at this mcdonald's last year he was taken into custody after stabbing a man in the bathroom at that same location. Wow. Yeah. Good man. Oh, the things. I tell you what. And then lastly, a Missouri man. This is this is a headline to read. All right, let me just read you the headline, Gene. A man in Missouri robbed a bank using the back of his birth certificate as a note to the teller. <laughs> I'm not done. 
while wearing an ankle monitor from another case, all to prove a point to his lover that he can do it. Oh my gosh. I need to show you his mugshot. Are you ready for this, Gene? Check this out. Okay, first of all, his liver's failing him because the guy's yellow. Yeah. And nice tattoos. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like a mugshot says it all. I'm like, you know what? This uh, this headline makes sense. He now. looks surprised. <laughs> what? I got arrested? <laughs> Come on. I just don't understand why he used his birth certificate to write a note saying I'm robbing you. He just didn't have a notepad handy. Oh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for my toolbox, Gene. Making it easy. Making it easy to arrest him. <laughs> Unbelievable. 13, 20 degrees downtown Duluth looking for a high today of 27. So back in 2011, that's when the city of Duluth decided to consolidate the three public high schools down to two, uh, calling it the red plan. Oh, sorry. There we go. Ian. No, you're okay. Uh, calling it the red plan. On top of that, they also decided to move Ordean Middle School to the East High School building and East High School to the newly expanded Ordean Middle School building. So... Uh, my kids were not in high school then, but they were in middle school. And so there was a big flop of all that. Oh, yeah. And um, to this day, I still kind of don't understand the whole reason. I mean, I get it. Enrollment was down, so they had to consolidate schools. They figured that was the best option. But I know for a fact that because uh, I had my oldest daughter was going to Denfeld at the time. That there was kids at Denfeld that didn't even have desks. Oh yeah, like it was so it was packed crazy in those classrooms. Were you in high school then? I got lucky. I graduated. I think either the year or two years before this plan took effect. Like I feel like my I think my class, if I remember right, was the last one to graduate Denfeld before the merger of Denfeld and Central. So then the whole thing with East and Ordean that I didn't understand is because East High School had a pool, right? Yeah. Um, so then they move, they switch buildings, and I don't think they built a pool at the new East High School, but it was like, oh my God, this is all so much money. Like, what are you doing? And there's, I think that parking is worse where the new East High School is. I've never where been. where it was before. I've been to the old East High School, but I haven't been to the new East High School. I don't think so, anyway. And well, because there's like you have the parking lot. There's two parking lots, but then you, the kids can't park on the street, and so because my kids went to East, so it's like I know the nightmare of that. Then, of course, with that being moved, my kids couldn't take a school bus because we lived too close, but we were too far for them to walk. <sighs> so they had to take the bus, the city bus which would stop like eight blocks ahead if it was running ahead of time. Yeah. So they'd have to walk the eight blocks. They just get off the bus because they're like, we're not going to just sit on the bus. Well, that was my issue with Denfeld when I went to high school because you had to live further than two miles away from the school to take the bus. Yeah. And my parents lived 1.8 miles away from the yep. school. That's how we were once th when they moved. So if, they, if the high school would have stayed where it was, yeah. my kids could have taken the bus. So there's that. So I was, I was like, two right. blocks off? Really? Yeah. Which, again, obviously we weren't alone, just like your family was dealing with it and whatever. But um, the reason I'm bringing all this up is the demolition has finally begun on Central High School Woo. in Duluth. And so for a lot of alumni, it's, 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 it's sad. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of the last of the legacy of Central High School. 
And Don Ness, actually, he graduated in 1992. He had said that uh, he he was interviewed by Northern News Now, and he was just saying that it's really important for us uh, to think about how we can get the most resources out of the out of this out of the property. Um, and he was saying that they're going to start an alumni group uh, to make sure that even though the building is gone, the memories and legacy of Duluth Central continue. Oh, for sure. So I think that's great because, I mean, that would be kind of weird, but there's been a lot of like middle schools and schools in Duluth that don't exist anymore. Right. Well, and a lot of the elementary school stuff from way back then are now apartment buildings. Right. But I mean, I think a high school is a little different. Yeah. I mean, sure, grade schools, it's like, oh, I went to grade school there, da, da, da. But I think for a lot of people, memories of high school are, are I don't want to say more important, but kind of hit, maybe it hits different than all, a grade school. All three of my schools are completely different than what they used to be. My elementary school was torn down, but rebuilt across the street from the location. Yeah. My middle school is now townhomes. And my high school has been renovated into a larger high school to right. fit everyone from Central. Right. Yeah. So it's just, um, yeah. I just uh, no word on what they're going to do with that property. Eight million dollars is what they bought it for, which I think is a steal. Yeah. That's that's like the most prime property, pretty much in Duluth. I did manage to get some Besides videos of uh, the old Central High School before they tore it down, though. Oh yeah. So check check that out. At uh, mix108.com. Um, it's just, uh, I just think it's really sad. I remember when um, my kids were little and we did like Wednesday night at the races. And uh, so one of the, one of them was up on Central High School. And so I remember just standing up there on the track, just looking out going, oh my God, it's the most unbelievable view ever. Do you remember when Tony Cooper and myself went to that track at Central High School to see who was the, <laughs> the fastest race. man in radio? Yeah. yeah. I will never forget that. Oh, my God. That's super funny. Um, if you guys would run today, my money would be on you. I mean, I won the first race. Yeah. But my, my money's, money's still on me. My money'd still be on me. I don't know. My knees are getting a little older. Cooper Cooper might do it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, his excuse the first time was, well, I was wearing jeans, so I couldn't run as fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. <laughs> what was Tony's excuse? Right, it was so funny. He saw Cooper and me just burst out from the beginning, and he just like he threw his hands up and just walked the whole way. Yeah, just forget it. Yeah, that, that probably makes sense. And of course, he's like the biggest talker out of all of us. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can check out all the details on that at mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Olivia Rodrigo on deck. We've got Post Malone and AJR Bang coming up next at Mix108. We're talking with employees. Is that cue to call? Yeah, Looking for did. caller number eight. To be part of the Jingle Bus. And uh, don't forget, we have Taylor Swift tickets that we oh, are giving yes. away. That is going to be our grand prize on the bus. Even more reason you want to come on the bus with us. So uh, let's go to the phones. Hi, Mix and Wade. Who's this? Hey, this is Rihanna. Hey, Rihanna, you are caller number eight. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so excited. Yeah, you are coming on the Jingle Bus with us. Wonderful. Just tell us what station Thank made you, you. winner. Mix 108. 
That's right. Another chance next hour. And don't forget, every Thursday, uh, or not this Thursday, though, because it's Thanksgiving, but generally on Thursdays, uh, we are going to be giving away tickets. Lauren does. She picks two names from the Mix 108 app, so get signed up on the app for your extra chance to win tickets because we're winding down with uh, giving these tickets away, so you definitely want to make sure you get your name in there. And, again, another chance next hour. Just listen for that cue to call. Be caller number 8 at 7402 mix and you're coming on the bus with us. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. and just so excited. A little different way for us to celebrate the holidays this year. BB Rexa on the way. We've got Tate McRae by request and Taylor Swift, her latest anti-hero. Boy, that's sure coming to fruition <laughs> of her fans being mad at her about Ticketmaster. Really? That's not her fault. No. Uh, she's up next on Mix 108. This is the Northland's number one. Summer now is 7.50. Make sure to stick around. Coming up next hour, give you another chance uh, to be call number eight and come on the Jingle Bus with us. We're giving away Taylor Swift tickets. That's our main prize. Plus, we're going to have food and drinks and uh, other oh, other gifts as I well. I thought our main prize was hanging out with you, Gene. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Get to hang out with the with uh, Ian, the red-haired wonder. Oh, come on. Just two of the coolest people in Duluth. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah, if you touch me, you turn to frost. Because <laughs> that's how cool I am. <laughs> Ooh, cool breeze. Cool breeze. That's right. Uh, my nickname, in case you didn't know that. Uh, also, coming up next hour, if you are hosting Thanksgiving dinner, we've got some tips for you. For whatever reason, it just seems so incredibly stressful. Yeah. Well, it's a big meal. It's a big meal, sure. and a lot of people have a lot of expectations about it. So uh, we've got some tips to uh, to help you and. uh We'll talk about uh, our Thanksgivings growing up. I've got some good stories on that one. Uh, that's all coming up next hour, plus an information update with WDAO is next on Mix 108. What is up, DJ Digital? 18 degrees, downtown Duluth, looking for a high today of 28. This Thursday, for some people, is Thanksgiving. Some Turkey people celebrate, celebrate it. Hey, um, can I just say, um, personally, I think turkey is overrated, and I prefer ham. Just throwing that out there. Oh, my God, I love turkey. Ugh. I'd take turkey over ham and I'm just it's too dry for me unless it's like cooked perfectly, but very rarely is it cooked perfectly. Unless my mom's cooking, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I like I like the dry meat. Ugh, not me. I like white meat only. I think dark meat's too greasy and gross. I need it thick and juicy, Gene. Thick and juicy. Sounds like a song. It, is. Um, it will be now. The Gene thing that <laughs> The thing that I never understood, well, I mean, I guess I've only had people over twice for Thanksgiving, and I wasn't, yeah. like, the sole person responsible for the meal, but it just seems so stressful. No matter where you go, whether it's your family or it's a Friendsgiving, yeah. it just seems like who's ever hosting is always so stressed out. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I get it. It's it's a lot of work because it's generally a lot of food, a lot of different kinds of food, um, and you want to make sure, like, everything's served at the right time, and is there going to be enough, and... You know, I mean, I get it. I get it where it can stress you out. Man, I remember when I first bought a house, we hosted Thanksgiving for the first time. And we smoked a turkey, which it was the best way I've ever had a turkey, by the way. But my dad still wanted to carve it because, you know, it's what dads do. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, dad, you know, I cooked it. You can carve it. That's fine. So we had this tinfoil pan, right? And he's carving it on the counter. Well, of course... He's going through the tinfoil pan and the turkey juices went all through the countertop, through the cupboard underneath, and it was just a mess. Gross. What's uh, too? Like, Dad. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't know? 
Oh, it was bad. God. Well, to help alleviate some of the stress, I came across a list of some things to help you prepare for Thanksgiving. We're not going to go through the whole list because some of them's kind of obvious, but one of them is who's coming over. Yeah, you need to know how many people are going to be there. That's a, a big 10-4. Check to make sure the equipment in your kitchen's working properly. Um, and then if it's if it's too much work, try a potluck. Ooh. Have everybody have everybody bring something. I like that. Um, and then uh, make sure your turkey's done. That's a big one. That's why I would always uh, say buy the one with the belly button. Oh, okay. The little I, button that pops out so you know it's done. Are you a fan of pumpkin pie? I hate pumpkin pie. You hate pumpkin pie? I don't like, no, I don't like All pumpkin. Right. Well, I made pumpkin pie for the first time, and I'm glad I didn't bring it in for you to try then. Yeah, I'm not a big. I don't know. I don't. I don't. No, I don't like. It's all right. It's not for everyone. I like apple pie. Can Can I share my favorite story that I've ever heard about Thanksgiving? Yes, please. Okay, so it was uh, a good buddy of mine. I won't say any names in case they're listening. (laughs) Last year, his mom and his aunt decided to try edibles, and naturally, (laughs) they made the rookie mistake of eating another one after 15 minutes because they weren't doing anything. Uh, fast forward a few hours and his mom was in full panic mode about whether or not you ready for this gene that the local ducks that she feeds daily will starve overnight because there's no way she's in any state to go and feed them. And then his aunt, his aunt kept like waking up her husband every half hour to ask him if she's still breathing or not. And I'm just like, man, I wish I would have went to your Thanksgiving night last year. That just sounds a riot. Everybody's just sitting around laughing and nobody's even eating. <laughs> this mom and aunt are just freaking out. Oh, I just know the main thing with my mom is she had to hide the relish tray because I would put the olives on every single one of my fingers and Same. eat them. And I'd walk around and be like, yes. have the black olives on my fingers. Oh, and so Betty would just launch. She'd just be like, "That's for company." Yeah, I don't even like olives, but I would always put them on the hands, the fingers. Oh, I love olives, black olives, green olives. So Betty had to have like backup supplies because she knew once she put up that relish tray, it's like a whip in a chair to keep me away. Oh, I love it. But um, the all-time best. I'll make this story as fast as possible because it's such a classic. I've talked about this every year, so those of you that have been around with me for all these years know this story. We were in Chicago at my uncle's house, aunt and uncle's house, and we were. They had like a three level house. We were down in the basement, so it was like a couple levels up before they could hear what was going on. Total shenanigans with my family and my cousins because I'm the youngest of five, right? So we're getting, it's no good going on down in this basement. They had one of those rollaway beds that you lock. It's like a cot, except it's got like a mattress on it, right? Yeah. So somehow my sister that was five years older than me, who was the next youngest, they, for whatever reason, decided to push her into the bed, fold it, and lock it. (gasps) So all that's sticking out on one end is her feet and the other end is her face. And then my brothers tickled her till she peed her no. pants. So I'm standing there watching this, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my oh. life. Because she is screaming bloody murder and oh, yeah. crying and Peter pants. Oh. Then all of a sudden, my, you hear my mom go, kids, dinner. <laughs> 
And I'm just sitting there looking at my sister, and she's pleading with me, like her head's just sticking out of his mattress, going, don't leave me here. I was too little to unlock it. Like, I couldn't do it by oh, myself. Man. So I'm kind of standing there. My brother's like, Gene, let's go. Don't you say one thing to mom and dad. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> so we're sitting at the kids' table, and the whole time I'm just sitting there laughing. Yeah. Like, I can't even eat. And every time I'd start laughing, my brother would punch me. He'd tell me to shut up. Oh. I mean, my brothers were way older than me, so they had a heyday of whatever. Oh, yeah. So I, this is a true story. Honestly, God, we go through the whole entire dinner. Finally, my mom goes, where's Anne? Like an hour later, and she's downstairs screaming bloody murder this whole time, and nobody could hear because they shut the door. Oh, jeez. So all of a sudden, I bust out laughing. I'm like, she's in the basement. So my parents go running downstairs. She is, like, beat red in the face. She's been bawling and screaming for an hour. They unlock her. She peed her pants. So then she's dealing with that. We're all like, you peed your pants. It's like, well, yeah, she got tickled and was stuck in this bed. How old was she? Um, Well, so I was probably six, so she was probably like 11. Oh. Yeah, it was was bad. I mean, and she was just outnumbered. My cousins were way older than her and bigger than her, so there's nothing she could do. Um, It was the longest ride home to Milwaukee ever. After that, my parents were so mad. And she had to wear my cousin Jenny's pants because she needed to change her pants. It was bad. And, uh, oh, my God, my parents were just horrified. Absolutely horrified. I bet. Oh. Well, and the thing is, too, of course, my brothers are like, it wasn't us. They were blaming my cousin, saying it was them and blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, um, yeah, we constantly joke about that. And it's just, it just was horrible. Like, kids are kids are mean. So don't lock your sister in a cot and make her pee her pants. That's Good to nice. know. Mark, Serena, you're safe this year. <laughs> Mark wraps it up way, Elton John. And Kid Leroy Without You is next on Mix 108. Hey, Twinport. We had about a few hundred people trying to get through on the phone lines yeah. because we are giving away tickets to the Jingle Bus. So let's go to the phones, get our winner. Hi, Mix 108. Who's this? This is Tasha. Tasha, what would you say if uh, Ian and I told you your caller eight? Oh, my God, I've been trying so hard to win these tickets. Thank you so much. Well, good thing you're Yes! Yes! Finally! You're like, Thank you. You're like, y'all better not be messing with me. I better be coloring. I know. You're like, listen, it's about like, damn oh time. Oh, my gosh, I've been trying so hard for days. Yay! Well, we love that. Yeah, you, girl, you are coming aboard the bus. Just tell us what station made you winner. Mix 108. All right, more chances to win. Tuesday and Wednesday. Ooh, let's so, go. Uh, and we have Taylor Swift tickets, too. On the bus. What? Yes. We're giving away Taylor Swift tickets on the bus. Yes. We have tickets. So that's going to be our uh, big grand prize that we're going to have. We're going to have uh, extra prizes as well, food, drinks. It's going to be a lot of fun. And go check out some Christmas lights. So we are really excited about it. It's going to be so much fun. I love the holidays. Same. Putting me in the spirit. See you on the way. Justin Bieber, too, and Nikki Yore is next on Mix 108. Join us for Gene and Ian's 15 degrees. Looking for a high today, 28. It's nice to see some sunshine out there downtown Duluth. And, uh, boy, the show has gone fast this morning. Yeah, Monday already. Bye-bye. It's in well, the books. Not completely done yet. It's not like we're going to go home. but uh, we can't. You tell me we can't go home? Well, you can do whatever you want. Okay. 
but uh, actually, you got to hang out for just a little bit longer. Oh, uh, that's fair. That is a code word at nine o'clock for the celebrity shopping spree part two. Uh, Five hundred dollars worth of the weekend merchandise, and then also a thousand dollars to Amazon. So when you hear him announce that code word, make sure to enter it on the app. Plus, eighty minutes of music, commercial free, also kicks off every weekday at nine. And he's also got a throwback song of the day. So just lots of stuff to celebrate. You can just uh, lock it in if you're, when you uh, get to work. Just keep it right here on Mix 108. We love you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on this chilly Monday morning. We'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Hope you join us and have yourself a great day. See ya. Hey, Northland, get up to two grand.